We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. On August 9th, 2022... I'm going to say that I am in the Dunn Club. All right? I hate that phrase. I hate you guys bringing it up. They screwed themselves, man. They're done. Fun, entertaining, knowledgeable. All right. All right. Yeah. Right. Live and local, it's time for the Fan Morning Show with Bart Winkler. Good morning, everybody. I'm Bart Winkler. That is Tim Shea. Yeah, I officially declare myself a member of the Dunn Club for the Milwaukee Brewers this year. Now, will that be a freezing cold take to come back and get me? And why do we still make these bold claims when Fred Siegel and his outlet, Old Takes Exposed, is always there? To hold us accountable. I don't know why we do it, but we can't stop. Again, I'm Bart Winkler here on 1250 AM, The Fan. Fred Siegel is the man behind Old Takes Exposed, Freezing Cold Takes, and he's got a new book out. It's Freezing Cold Takes NFL, Football Media's Most Inaccurate Predictions, and the Fascinating Stories Behind Them. Uh, To just get out of the way right away, your favorite host here has been a victim of this it's been the same. The same tweet comes up every year. September first, twenty sixteen. I tweeted, "If I were the GM of this team, I'd cut Devonte Adams or trade him for a six rounder." I don't think that will actually happen, but I would. Fred, you've gotten me a couple of times on that one. I deserve it. I think the worst part about getting uh, old takes exposed is that then people think it's like what you're saying right then and there. Then you've got people coming after you all the time, but I made that prediction. I made that take, and I keep the tweet up, and I take the punishment when it happens. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Oh, man, that's just a brutal take by me, though. Yeah, well, I think the worst thing about it is that people bring it up each year and post it and send it to me like they found it, like it's brand new, when we've been mocking you for it for years. <laughs> and, like You have to go through that each time. Uh, I've, I've already addressed this. Uh, I, I know it was bad then. Devontae Adams had a lot of detractors at that time. Well, yeah, he was dropping a bunch of balls, and he was he was <laughs> he was catching all the impossible catches, and then he would drop all the easy ones. And I tweeted that in his second preseason with Green Bay, and I was just I had enough. But again, this is our dependency to want to make a take and and be bold and and be the first on it so often. 
I think that what must be the worst for you to to jump on what you're saying with uh, people sending it to you is that sometimes I see on your account, you'll say, I've seen this one. I know yeah. this one. I think it's got to be, I don't know what is worse. When you've already seen a tweet 9,000 times and people think they're the first, or when sometimes I'll say something so minor like, man, I don't think the Bucks will win tonight against the Pistons. They're down five at half, and then they win. It's like, who cares? This isn't good enough to, like, old takes right, expose right, this right. guy. And then you'll get tagged 20 times for it. Yeah, I mean, if it, if it, that would have to be a playoff game, and they have to be down, like, 20 uh, for me to post that So if they came back. Somebody had to at some point somebody had to make this account. The old takes exposed, freezing cold takes. How did it end up being you? And do you look at it more of a blessing or a curse that you were the guy that took this mantle <laughs> well, here, Fred? Well, uh, I started it in, in like 2015, not not intending for it to be big, but I started it just to be a counter to sports media people posting their like reposting their accurate predictions along with uh, self-congratulatory messages to themselves. And I said to myself, someone should be the person who reposts these tweets and quotes where these same media folks turned out to be dead wrong. And I just became that person. Um, I didn't expect it to be big, but I, I would say it's a, it's a blessing because I was able to, to write this book and I've always wanted to write something in longer form. And I got the opportunity to do that through this. So that's probably the biggest blessing. Now the, the, the the, the curse part about it is what you say about is getting tagged numerous, numerous times. There's so many things. Um, my mentions are out of control in that regard. I still think my favorite ones are when you dig up something from like 1950 <laughs> or like from the newspaper app. Yeah. yeah the, the newspaper or that <laughs> clip about uh, Katie Kirk on the today show, like the internet. What, <laughs> what is the, you know, I, I love those ones. The best, the ones that come out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, those are good. Like, there's one guy from Newsweek in '95 who really ripped the internet pretty hard, and uh, and said that the internet's not going to be anything special. And it was like one of those joking columns that uh, he made all these jokes and about the internet. So it was even more funny to to look at. But yeah, that, and th- this book that I I wrote has, relies on a lot of things from the '90s and the late '80s. Uh, I, I found through you know using internet uh apps and internet uh platforms where you can find old articles like newspapers.com we're talking with fred siegel he's the man behind old takes exposed and the book is freezing cold takes nfl football media's most inaccurate predictions and the fascinating stories behind them and i you know when i first thought that you wrote a book or when i heard you wrote a book i thought and you still might want to do this just put out a coffee table book with some of the worst tweets you've ever gotten yeah. and profit uh, by doing very little work. But the man did work here. He did his research. So we're looking at just some of the different chapters. Uh, there's a whole chapter about how the Vikings fleece the Cowboys to get Herschel Walker. Turned out not to be true. There's a whole chapter about how the Niners should trade Steve Young. That turned out that would have been a mistake. Trade Dan Marino, keep Scott Mitchell. That turned out to be a mistake. <laughs> I have to think, you know, in all of these chapters, I think the biggest area where there'd be research to look at is anything New England, whether it's when Belichick got hired and everybody was criticizing that or again with Tom Brady, because Tom Brady, nobody would have thought, you know, you can't find one tweet where Tom Brady comes in for Drew Bledsoe and somebody's tweeting or has an article 
this man will play till he's 45 and will win seven <laughs> Super Bowls. That was not going to happen. If anything, it was always like, well, I want to be the one that says Tom Brady's done. I want to be the one that says Tom Brady's not going to have it anymore. So that has to just be a gold mine of things to try to find when putting together a chapter on New England. Yeah, I have two chapters on New England, and I could have had I could have probably wrote a whole book on them. But I, I wrote I wrote a chapter on Bill Belichick when he was hired, and the whole month that he was being uh, the media were piling on him because he quit the Jets head coaching job after like one day early January, and then he took three weeks to extricate himself from the Jets contract, and then be hired by the Patriots. So during that whole time, he was getting um, criticized. And then there's also the chat. I do a chapter on the Patriots from 2001 to 2005, like with Tom Brady, not just the year Tom Brady came on to be the quarterback when Drew Bledsoe got hurt, but then the next season they didn't make the playoffs, the Patriots. So, so it was like, it was Tom Brady was an aberration. I think it's, but then they won back to back the years, the next two years, but I do have a lot of stuff. I think the Packers are probably represented the most in the book. I have like three chapters on the Packers. So yeah. uh, I think everyone would be really interested. I mean, I have stuff on Brett Favre when Brett Favre was hired. Uh, I mean, Brett Favre when they traded for Brett Favre and when Mike Holmgren was hired. Um, and stuff about Reggie White and free agency, how nobody thought that anybody would sign with Green Bay when unrestricted free agency started in 1993. And Reggie White debunked that immediately. And there was a, a post about Aaron Rodgers, or uh, not a post, a clip from Todd McShay where he said Brian Brom has more upside than Aaron Rodgers. That's when Brian Brom was drafted in 2008. There's also so, I mean, there's there's also a chapter about Tony Mandrix, who was, <laughs> I mean, you want to look at a bus. It's just it's interesting that because the Packers, for better or for worse, do have a lot of these things that are ripe for getting old takes exposed. You had Tony Mandrich, who was drafted uh, way higher than he should have been. Number one overall guy. He ended up sucking. Uh, Brett Favre, Ron Wolf, for some reason, thinks the third string quarterback of the Falcons is going to be the guy that's going to turn their franchise around. And, and he was right. There's one passage here. Uh, Jay Lilge wrote, it's pronounced Favre, which comes all too close to farce. Or barf, like he's like he just invented comedy, rhyming comedy. Um, Nobody knew who he was. I know. There's a chapter, like you said, of the stuff about Reggie White, the Aaron Rodgers stuff when Favre left. I, but imagine that today. Imagine because we got this Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love situation with the Green Bay Packers. If Rodgers leaves and then Jordan loves the guy, and then they draft a quarterback today in the second round. People are going crazy about that. But that's what the Packers did back with Rodgers in 2008. So, yeah, the Patriots are ripe for it. But then my beloved Packers are all over this book. Yeah. And they a lot of people thought that the Packers were trying to replicate, like, what they did to Favre by drafting Rodgers in 2005. Now they're doing the same thing by picking this guy, Brom, in 2008. And Brom turned out to be a, a complete bust. I mean, I don't even think he lasted more than a year. And I, I don't even think he got the second-string job when he came into camp. Matt Flynn took it from him, and Matt Flynn was a seventh-round pick. What's so great about this is that, obviously, if you want to look at some of the worst takes for the last 10 years, you've got your Twitter account. But this digs up some that otherwise would have been lost to history. Obviously, a lot with Peyton Manning and Ryan Leaf. 
Uh, I was yeah. looking at some here where Colin Cowherd says Dak Prescott is a backup in the <laughs> NFL at tight end. Um, <laughs> in five years, we will talk about Kellen Clemens the way we talk about Tom Brady. Ron Jaworski, 2006. Uh, where there's some other – all the way back to Bill Walsh, the Niners Hall of Famer. Everyone should have drafted Jake Plummer. He's another Joe Montana. <laughs> why Why do we have this desire to make these these bold claims? Why, why are we so committed to – is it do we want to be first? Is it do we want to be right? Because even with the accountability that you hold us to, everybody in the media – we don't learn. We don't learn from it at all. Well, I think it's more being interesting and saying things that will generate a discussion. So when you say things like that, it will generate discussion, not just for you, but uh, for whatever platform you're on. And then uh, it's, it's better than just saying, well, I'm going to wait on this one. It could be good. It may not be good. <laughs> Because that I don't think that like if you if this was that was your radio show I don't think you'd have a radio show. Yeah, I said today the Brewers are not going to make the playoffs. I said that today on August 9th when they're a game back of the playoffs. If I would just say, well, they might or or maybe they don't. <laughs> who's li- who's listening to that? <laughs> Nobody. But then you're right because what would happen is if I was wrong, I would never bring it up again. But if I was right, right. I would say, look at me, I told you. Yeah, that's what used to happen on Twitter uh, a long time ago. And I would remember these guys, the things that these guys said prior to, because the fans remember better than the person saying it. Like, if you're doing three hours of radio a week, I mean, three hours of radio a day, and uh, you know, the fans will remember some of the specific things you said, but you probably didn't remember, wouldn't remember saying that two days ago. Fred Siegel, Freezing Cold Takes, NFL, the book available now, Football Media's Most Inaccurate Predictions, and the fascinating stories behind them. Do you still get, uh, I guess, excited when somebody gets exposed and it completely wrecks their world? Like I, it's part of the, you know, it's part of the job. You're going to say some things wrong. I remember one of my colleagues got, I don't remember the tweet, but he got old takes exposed. He got, he got retweeted by you and it like, he was distraught and he fought back on it and he was a mess for days. And I, I tried to tell him, like, you've got to embrace this. It's a, it, Take it in good stride. And he just couldn't believe. And he wanted to battle, and he tried to give you all this context. And he, he was like, it was just like, it, it wrecked him. It wrecked him. And even yeah. with how long you've been around and people kind of understand the thing, there are still some people that it just, they will not let it be the fun that it should be. They will, they will try to justify it still to this day. Like, no, you guys, Devontae Adams, I'm telling you, he, he, he couldn't, he, like, I let it go. I was wrong. It's okay to be wrong. <laughs> to be fair, he was hurt. So, uh, but I mean, I, I never thought that it would have that big of an effect. It could have that big an effect on people, but I would, just, I would think that as a journalist or a radio commentator, that you'd be able to understand that, that numerous people aren't, don't like you and don't think much of you. So even if you if I posted something like that, they'd be able to handle it because that's the nature of your job. No, we're very but, fragile, very fragile in this business. We all have an, the, the, the thinness of our skin is unbelievable. It may, it may, I also think that, he, that I feel like you guys get more backlash from when you make the take from then when he 
we talk about when it's wrong. Like you talking about how the Brewers aren't going to make the playoffs. I feel like that's going to get more backlash than if they make the playoffs and then I post that. Yeah. You're talking about it now. Everybody goes nuts. Oh, what are you talking about? You're negative. I just, uh, I just, I just like the attention. So I'm going to keep trying to fire off bad takes (laughs) and hope you, uh, Retweet me again. Again, the one that I always get got with. I, and I kept the tweet up. You don't have to screenshot it. I kept it up. If I were the GM of this team, I'd cut Devontae Adams or trade him for a six-rounder. I don't think that will actually happen, but I would. So I'm looking forward to, now that he's with the new team, uh, the Raiders. Now this can come up again for Raiders fans to see, and I'll get all the attention, and I'll my feelings will be hurt once again. So I'm looking forward to that for, for sure. Yeah, and I'll get posted. It'll get tagged to me numerous times. Yeah, maybe I see if I deleted the tweet, that actually be doing you a favor. So maybe I will delete oh, yeah. the tweet. Definitely. There's one tweet from the Nationals, the Washington Nationals, that said something about Patrick Corbin, making fun of the people who 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 talk, said that they shouldn't sign him for six years. And I get tagged that every time Corbin starts, he pitches bad. The favorite we have in Wisconsin is uh, LeBron James when he said two down, two to go at CP3. <laughs> But I mean, like, that's not even, I don't even know if that's a prediction. <laughs> yeah, that's just a fact. That's just, you won two, you have two more to win. Or else he would have just said two down, two board, they're going to win two more, and they're going to win the, the championship. Yeah, that, yeah, maybe that, yeah, I, I could look at that a different way. Fred, appreciate the time. The book is hilarious. It's funny. I hope people get their hands on it. Again, Freezing Cold Takes NFL, football media's most inaccurate predictions and the fascinating stories behind them. Thank you so much. Keep up the good work and leave me alone. All right. Thanks, Mark. All right. See you, buddy. Fred Siegel joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. If you're looking for a home renovation loan and you're a bit anxious, breathe and let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of tranquility. Get started at Great Midwest Bank today. What's your worst take, Tim? I don't really have one. Oh yeah, no, I don't. And you could go go ahead and comb comb through my Twitter if you want, but I don't. I don't. I didn't. I didn't put anything on. No, I I know what your worst your worst take is. What is that? Uh, when Tim uh, came back to work here after 15 years, he thought he was going to work twice a week. <laughs> and I'm here every day. And now you're here every day for like eight hours a day. You have like a real job. But. Never mind. <laughs> Not only these producers, it's like, ah, I can't get over 15 hours. It's too close to 40. <laughs> they might accidentally trip over themselves and can't, 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 can't get, get. And Tim, we're just, like I said, you know, an Oregon Trail, you kill that buffalo and you use every piece of them. That's what we're doing to you. Yes, they are. We're, we're just using you all the way down to the bone. Again, Freezing Cold Takes, that book available now. We're back with more of our own cold takes coming up. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the 
better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now Biden knows this in his fancy suit. I listen on the radio. And he tells me scrub and up scrub club is the only way to go. Only way to go. Tell me, my man, don't you agree? At just $13 a month. Just 13 bucks. You can wash your car every day if you choose. Visit scrubber.biz. It's hip to scrubber. Hip, hip, so hip to scrubber. So hip to scrubber. Hip, hip, so hip to scrubber. So hip to scrubber. Hip, hip, so hip to scrubber. Scrubadub.biz, where you can sign up for just $13 a month. Wash your car every day if you'd like. Scrubadub.biz. I gotta get some more momentum for my Scrubadub Scrub Club Pub Club Pub Crawl. Do you want me to like send out invites? Maybe Twitter? get t-shirts made like really go at this hard because well, i want to go to every scrub-a-dub in the area i think yes. there's 10 of them yes now are we including the west bend one i don't know we'll see or just but, the but, the, but then there's a pub crop i'm not I'm, I'm not drinking and doing car washes all day so i'm thinking we get a stretch limo okay and get that washed 10 times and the driver will drive us around and so we'll go to every scrub-a-dub get a car wash and then i like it just get bombed on champagne or something <laughs> In the back seat. I'll bring a six or a leap in lemonade, and I'll be done by car wash number two. Yeah, Those you, are strong. You I, said, yeah, I need to have one. Maybe yeah. maybe I'll go go get them tonight. They knocked me out. They knocked me out pretty good. Yeah. Although maybe it was just the batch. Because the, the first batch I had, it was the first can I opened. It was like, there is no, this is just leap. If, I, I, might, I might have just got a bad can. I Do you have to, like, mix it? Like, you know. Shake it a little bit. Shake it before uh, you open. I don't know. The first one I got, and I don't mean bad can, I mean good can. Because I love lemon vodka lemonades. Oh yeah. So they're perfect for a golf course. Perfect if you're out on a Saturday. And one, you started feeling it after one. I started feeling it after one drink. All right. Sipped. That that's, was... that's my kind of drink right there. Yeah. You drink. You don't drink to have a good time. You drink to just <laughs> pass out. Matt's in the Falls, 414-677-1250. Hey, Matt. Hey, Bart. How's it going? Good. What's up? Um, well, um, I called, and then I realized my phone was at 5%, so I had to go get a charging cord. Yeah. And it's not very long. Oh. Um, so, so I'm standing here next to the wall um, on my little leash. And How'd you get I, down to 5%? You know, it's 9 in the morning. I didn't charge overnight. Ooh. I know. I know. I know. It's, you know, it is what it is. Anyway, you got an iPhone or um, are you one of those sickos? Um, 
I have everything Apple except the phone. I don't like iOS on the phone. Oh wow, okay. But um, so that that song that you had going there had me dancing, and I was getting my hips into it. It was, and I'm standing here like on this little cord next to the wall, hmm. grooving to whatever that was. That's um, Adam Roberts but, singing uh, "Hip to Scrub a Dub." And that were you putting something else over the top of that? I did a little background vocal today. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was, was a, that was a special treat. <laughs> special is one way to put yeah, it. Yeah, well, I, I just thought I'd extraordinary. Mix it up. Yeah, thank you. Extraordinary. Um, let's talk uh, Roquan Smith. Have you mentioned that yet? I just tuned in. Uh, I have. He has requested a trade, and he he has an iPhone because he opened up the Notes app on his phone and wrote a nation a message to Bears Nation saying, "I love being a Bear. I love being a linebacker. I'm homegrown, but I am unfortunately requesting a trade." I haven't even talked to the owners. Maybe they can change it, but I'm requesting a trade. Yeah, I did. I just read that actually. That's why I'm calling. Um, I don't know. We should the Packers they... trade for Roquan Smith for one full. No, 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 no. Fuck, Bart. We know that's not going to happen. The Bears. Well, actually, I was going to say the Bears would be um, insane to trade him to us, mm-hmm. but they are that. You know, they are that dumb. They are the Bears. So I'm not going to totally rule that out. I was like for any other team, I put a zero percent chance. Like if it were the Vikings, I'd say zero percent chance. But it since it is the Bears with that front off front office, I'll give it like a five percent chance. Well, the Bears. But, I mean, it um, wouldn't be that stupid because they're not going to be good for a few years, and they got to think by the time that we're no longer good when Aaron's gone, that they'll be good again. The Bears are going to be bad for a while, so they need to well, they need we're to gonna, rebuild we're as much as possible. No matter what. And if we had Roquan so, Smith, it's over. Seize end the season. This defense is already going to be the greatest defense in the last decade. You had Roquan Smith to that. Good night. Exactly. But so on a realistic note, as great as that would be, do you go, you talk about where he could go, or do you just go straight in on how bad the Bears front office is? And just, I mean, you got, you're going to deal with this tonight, obviously on national. So you got, I think you can go both ways, really fill up some time. Oh, I get, I get to talk a little bit. I am doing Zach Gelb's show tonight. I could talk some Roquan Smith. I know. Oh, I'll, I'll talk to you tonight. Don't worry. You'll talk to me or Wayne will talk to me? Um, We'll see. We'll, I'll practice and I'll see how it's going. I don't want to. Uh, what about a new guy? Be a new guy tonight. Um, All right. If you're, if you're, if you're signing off on it, I will see what I can do. But uh, if I can't, if I can't nail something down, that's believable. I'll just go Matt and false. Well, no, Matt I got I got a good one. I got a good one. Though. I got a good one for you. Okay. All right. Be All right. uh be you can be you be be someone from this area. No, no. Be someone from like Green Bay. You want me to go heavy heavy Wisconsin on it? Yeah, be someone from like Green Bay and say I try I love to I'll I'll hey this is my southern accent. Just talk about how you like to listen to me but you can't get through on the app. Uh, and so you like that CBS is on Sirius XM radio and that's how you're tuning into me at night. Um, are you being paid for this or what's going on here tonight? Cause uh, I mean, nobody under 60 has Sirius XM radio. Well, no, but that's another way you can listen to CBS sports radio. I mean, yeah, the Odyssey app is terrible, but I mean, am I going to go like sit in my car? It's like, I'm, I'm, gonna I'm not be telling you to listen home. to me on Sirius. I'm telling you what to say for your call. All right, we've we've reached a level of confusion. Be okay, whoever you right. want. You can, we'll, you can email me, Bart. All right, I'll, I'll email you. I'll email right, you a, a script. 
of what we're going to oh, talk about great. tonight. Yeah, that'd be that'd be perfect. And actually. just follow the that. follow the script. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, that'd be good. All right, all right, Matt. Have well, good, good to talk to you. Yep. See you. All right, Matt in the Falls. That's bathtub Matt in the afternoon, but he's Matt in the Falls in the morning. Can I have a script too, just to follow along tonight? Do you want to call in? Yeah. Yeah. Should I call in? Nah. Why not? Nah. I'm going to watch the Brewer game. I almost called in on Sunday coming back with GE. To the postgame show? No, to CBS Sports Radio. Oh, what were they talking about? We were listening to a guy. I mentioned this yesterday, but there's a guy who likes to say, put up your... No, he says, his last name's Duke. His last name's Duke. So when you call, you're supposed to say, put him up. Put him up. And so he says, uh, like if you were to call, you'd say, Tim is in Milwaukee. Hey, Tim, put him up. And then what do I say? You, say? you say, put him up. Put him up. And then the producer plays a sound effect that goes, pow, pow. Should, we should do something. Not like that, but we should, like. Yeah, we should. I'll think of it. I got a couple. You do? Yeah. What do you got? Ring, ring, ring. Hey, man in the falls. What's a, Hey, man in the falls. Claws up. Claws up. Okay. Claws up. Claws up. Hey. Uh, but we need a sound effect, right? Then we go. Let me work on that. Hey, Matt in the Falls, take a bite of this apple. I'll take a bite of that apple. Okay, a couple of things there. Uh, hey, Matt in the, hey, Matt in the Falls, Hank the dog, R.I.P. And then I don't know what a sound effect would be for that. Maybe taps. 21-gun salute. What do you think attendance will be like tonight? Stop. I, whatever you're working on, I don't care about anymore. Okay, fine. I found an apple sound effect. It's pretty Oh, okay. Funny. Hey, hey, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Hey, Matt in the Falls, take a bite of that apple. I'll take a bite of that apple. <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> Are you one of those guys that likes listening to that no, AMSR? No, I was like, what is this? This is people that gross. Is that still a thing, or do people I, stop doing that? I don't that? know. I don't. It doesn't come out. Is that TikTok. like during COVID when everyone's trying to learn how to make bread for two weeks? Oh, that, that like was... that? Yeah, making bread. I got yelled at at the grocery store one day. During COVID? Yeah. Well, I mean, I hate saying that, but why? Because I was, uh, it was like right at the beginning when everyone was freaking out about going to the grocery store. So we, I went to get some things and I was with a buddy and I go, look at that line. And some lady's like, you'd wait in a sports line for this. I'm like, okay, great. What? She's like, get to the back. Just go. Were you wearing clothes or something? Yeah, I was just, I was. Were you wearing something with sports on it? I had a brewer shirt on probably, but nothing like, yeah, it was weird. What will the attendance be like tonight, you think? Um, Hold on a second. How long were you working during COVID? Yeah, I was. Like March and April. What were you doing in March and April? Mid-April, I was, the the company was shut down. Shut down. Where you worked? Yeah. You worked somewhere after the brewers? Yeah. Okay, so what did you do? I was uh, working for a like a digital marketing company. So did you work from home? Yeah. Oh, so they were shut down and you just worked from yep. home. Oh, okay. Yeah, we well Horvat had to come in. You worked from home, right? I worked from home for like six weeks. Okay. No, no, I worked from home because I didn't leave the two block radius of my house for two months. For two months. The furthest I went was to the mailbox. I had nowhere to go. Grocery store or delivery? We had it delivered. Nice. We had it, we had it all delivered. Yep. 
You'd wipe it down. Yep. I did. I did not leave for two months. The first thing I did was we had a little get together at Hales Corners Park or whatever that's called, and some of us were wearing masks and some of us weren't. So it was very easy to tell who voted for who <laughs> when we went to the park. Very so easy. So Brewers to tell. attendance. Very easy. To tell. Yeah, I didn't leave. I didn't leave. I didn't leave. That's for... crazy. But then I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to come back. I needed to be at this board. I, I sit at the board. So I want. I wanted to sit at the board. I didn't like. You missed it. Board. Yeah. Plus, I was doing the show from home, and my kid. Uh, so he was only like one. God, not even. He was like seven months. That's crazy. So my mother-in-law would watch him, but I had to do the show from my living room because. The piece of equipment we had would only connect to my internet, and I guess I could have moved the box somewhere else in the house, but I did the show from my living room. Okay. And I looked out the window for some ambiance, and I saw the same people every day walking at the, the same time, and yeah. it started to get me, started to drive me nuts. <laughs> same people walking the same time. One time I think I did a show, and the guy, the dog, uh, just did his business in the lawn, and then he didn't pick it up. So I'm screaming at him on the air. I was like, yeah, I see you. I'm watching you. What the oh boy, what a time to live in those days. What a time. What a time. Uh we didn't take it seriously enough, and if it ever is worse, we'll never take it seriously again. So good job. Brewers attendance? Brewers tonight? attendance. So tonight why I bring that up is because obviously this weekend's attendance was good. You guys want to talk brewers? Anybody want to talk brewers? 414-677-1250. I said we're in the Dunn Club. I said Dunn Club today. Anybody want to get riled up about that? You want to you want to defend your beloved owner Mark, who acts cheap for twelve years, and then they do uh, one horrible thing at the trade deadline, and then he comes out and says we had money to get everybody, including Juan Soto. I mean, are you kidding me with that? But the Rays have only been to Milwaukee one time in their history. They've only been here one time, and that was June of twenty eleven for a three game set. One time. So we get to see the Rays, if you're like a Rays fan. I like the Rays. But just one time in their history. I do too. Now, eventually they'll come, what, every other year? Yeah, something like that, starting next year. Did they announce who's pitching, or are they doing like a player opener thing? I know we have Freddie tonight. We've got Freddie tonight. The Rays? Yeah. Yeah, we got Freddie tonight. Uh Uh-oh, Google Race. Google Race, I can't find it. I'm on their website. And I can't find it. Probable pitchers. Jimmy Yakub. Help me. Jimmy Yakubonis. Thank you. I was going to say that. So he's an opener. Okay. Is he a bullpen? Yeah. He's. he. Oh, guess what his ERA is. Don't look. His ERA. I had him on my fantasy team. It's like one. Uh, At least here it says 40.50. Oh, yeah. Because I think what happened was he blew up in a relief appearance. Because I picked him up when he was like. He'd he'd come in for innings and just strike out the side, and then they'd take him out. So who's their long man tonight? The Rays do this. I I, I don't know. I don't know that you still need to do this. This was a Joe Madden thing that just continued, right? Because yeah. yeah. he did it all the time. So let me see if uh, sometimes RotoWire or DraftKings will try to tell you who the opener is. Player opener tonight is Yacoponis, and then they expect Ryan Yarborough. To go the distance, or at least go four or five innings. So that's who we'll see tonight. 
Rays plan to deploy Yarborough as a bulk reliever behind opener Jimmy Yacobonis in Tuesday's game in Milwaukee. Mark Topkin of the Tampa Bay Times reports. They're both 58 and 50. Rays? Yeah. Rays and the Brewers? Yeah. Uh, where are the I'm going to look at the standings and talk about the Rays a little bit. Talk about the... Aren't they in league. second? All right, so in the AL East, you got the Yankees. They are 10.5 up on the Blue Jays. They're 12.5 uh, on the Rays. Wild card situation. So if you didn't hear before, I declare that the Brewers season is over today. I said they're not going to make the playoffs. Because the Dodgers and the Mets are. That's a given. A total given. No freezing cold takes there. Total given. I then said that the Braves will get in. I do believe that the Padres will get in. They're only a game ahead of us right now, but I do believe they'll get in. Too good not to. The Cardinals, I think, are getting in one way or the other. They will get in. So then for me, it's left to the Brewers and the Phillies. Now, the Brewers could still get in as a division winner, but then I think the Cardinals will get the wild card. And other than that, it's going to be the Brewers and the Phillies. And if you start to look at these schedules, whether it's the Phillies or the Braves or whoever, the Brewers have a tougher lot than some of these teams. And it's going to be a real tough gauntlet here. I mean, you saw the Padres. They acquire all that talent. They go play a series against the Dodgers, and they got they didn't just get swept. They got beat up. So we've got to play the Dodgers. And I know that one of Tim Allen's points is you take our pitching and you put them against those lineups. And it's going to be hard for them. Yeah, if you want to stack Burns, Peralta, and Woody, one, two, three, or whatever order, Burns, Woody, Peralta, one, two, three, that's a tough couple of guys to get through. I just think that that Dodgers lineup eventually cracks through. I think it's too good. I mean, they're putting up eight runs on the Padres every night. So that's where I'm at with the Brewers. Now, obviously, they could still get in. I got to worry about the Phillies. But I don't know. How much confidence do I have in the Phillies? How good are they, really? But I think it comes down to the Brewers and the Phillies because I do think the Cardinals get in. They just ripped off seven in a row, swept the Yankees. So that's where I'm at there. American League, Astros will get in. Yankees will get in. Blue Jays will get in. Rays and Mariners will get in. Um, I am a... I, I am cheering. I, I New Allegiance. I am cheering for the O's. Yeah, Orioles could still get in. They, weren't they picked to be, like, the worst team in baseball this year? Yeah, there's some better races. The Central, the Twins are only six games over 500. Guardians are a game back. White Sox, two back. And then they're all kind of lumped in with the Mariners and the Rays and the Orioles for wildcard spots. So there's some good races. In the AL, there's a lot more to play for. In the NL, it's really... Seven teams fighting for six spots. Two of those are totally spoken for. I think three of them are also very much spoken for. And then I think it's between the Brewers and the Phillies. Let's talk to our good old buddy Spark Guy. How you been, boss? Man, I thought I'd call it standings time. Are you moving on to box scores soon? Like, are you going to start reading off the box scores, or are we just sticking with standings? Hey, okay, I think standings every now and then. It's nice to refresh and catch people up. I am. I am. I did think. Hey, I was I gonna. Did. I was gonna replay some of my interview with Tim earlier today in this spot, and I thought, you know what? I'll just talk Brewers and see what happens. So if I would have done that, I'd never been able to talk to you. I'd never been able to give you my hot take that I think the AL will have more of a competitiveness than the NL. I feel good about my decision. 
I'm sorry. I'm probably just insecure because I've only been podcasting lately and I called. I'm sorry. I was kind of aggressive to start. I'm going to stay aggressive, though. I see the Brewers make the playoffs. I feel like it's not what everybody doesn't want to happen, and they're at their worst right now. If that pitching gets hot enough, and the, the, the troubling thing about it, it's going to give Mark just enough cover to get away with what he did. Just enough cover. If they sneak in, and even if they lose 2-1 or 2-0 in that first round, well, they made the playoffs five straight years, blah, 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 because it's a travesty what he did to that team. But I say they make it. I think there's one of those teams that's in the in the pack with them will fall off because pitching is the most consistent well, thing. Well, that, that would be Philly. I mean, you can – Philly or St. Louis or the Braves, but I don't think it's the Braves, and I don't think it's the Padres, and I don't think it's the Cardinals. So I, I really think it's coming down to the Brewers or Philly. Yeah. Well, I am. I am going tonight. I, I'm in a little pack here of games I'm actually getting a chance to go to with my schedule, but I think I, I DM'd you. I was at the 1982 celebration on Friday. It was riveting. Yeah, the how was it? year. Weird. I don't know. It's just weird. I mean, I get it. There's a certain segment of people that I totally understand why they're invested. You can kind of see the age group. You know, I was sitting some with some people that are of that of that cohort. But the rest of the vibe, it's just weird. Like I was with my family, I had to keep answering to them as to what they were celebrating because it was like they didn't win the. It's very, it's very odd. But yeah, they're all. Uh, I will say this: he still looked good. You know who was looking pretty good? Paul Molitor. Oh, you want to give him an at bat? <laughs> he's not my designated hitter. He can play anywhere in the field any day. Oh yeah, I need Dale Swain back. Those rosy cheeks. No, he yeah yeah. Obviously, he wouldn't have been there. But it was uh, um, Molitor looked good. Yao looks Yao looks fairly young for his age. I'll tell you that he's kept it together. He's in pretty good shape. And there's like this whole subculture good. of baseball fans of ladies that love Gabe Kapler. He's fit. Yeah, he's a fit dude. I don't. I, it's, that's you know, it's not Dale Swain. It's like a different segment, right? The kind of ladies that like Dale Swain aren't going to like Gabe Kapler, I think. But there's plenty of ladies that like Gabe Kapler. So, so you're going tonight? All right, I'm going. I think I'm going next Monday. Okay. Against okay. the uh, Dodgers. Well, yeah. Well, well, keep keep your eyes open. I'll have to wear the uh, the uh, official Bar Winkler shirt, and then people will know who it is. So. And that would be uh, your Ed Sheeran shirt. Yeah, because, I mean, it's a default. Everyone likes Ed Sheeran. It's just a matter of if you like the NFL, right? Yeah. All right, Spark Guy. Take care, buddy. All right, see ya. Spark Guy. Dialing us up. Yeah, the thing with the 82 team. Tim, so did Tim get in what he wanted to get in with me? Yeah. He did? He just wanted to tell you that, you know, they should celebrate it. They They should look at this team, and if it wasn't for that team, they may not be here. They might have moved when everyone was arguing about the stadium. I don't. I don't connect those dots. That was that's twelve years later. That's what he says. No, I think the '82 team. I think one of the reasons why it resonated so much is because then after that they didn't do anything until 2008 playoff wise. But well, it's not 92. like '92. Yeah, '92. They won 92 games. They're, that was the team that hooked me in like big time. You know, I'd been a fan before that. I was eight in '92. You too. But that team, I loved watching that team. I collected all their stuff. I had all their cards. I saw them do the caravans and all that kind of stuff. I loved that team. Uh, absolutely. But I, that 82 team resonated in a way that, that no other team has. And maybe it was because they were bad for so long. But they still competed. I mean, Team Streak in 87. It's just that the people that are attached to 82, 
like okay 2008 so 2000 the people that were there this weekend remember 1982 and like they were in their 20s and young so 2008 i'm 24 yep but if they celebrate them again in five years six years and do a 20th anniversary of the 2018 i'm like would you you go no you wouldn't care well it's not like what i care what i go stop asking me what i go to things would you go would you go to a super bowl would you go to a world series would you go to the NBA Finals? Yes, I would. Would, would you? Would, would you? Would you? You don't. Would you ever go to a World Cup part? No. Would you ever go to the moon? Would you go to the moon? No, I hate flying. So like, yeah, I hate flying too. I, I'm trying to avoid flying no matter what. Before I met my wife, I always told people that I would give up everything I own, everyone I know, everyone I love, if I could just go to the moon and come back. I just think that being on the moon. And seeing Earth from the moon would be such a... It'd be like Rogers ingesting whatever he did on the beach. I don't think there could be a bigger thrill in the world than being on the moon and looking at Earth. Because in the end of the day, I mean, we, we argue about this all the time. The brewers, suspensions, how long they should be, how much did that guy make. At the end of the day, Tim, we're all just spinning on a rock. I know. But again, our brains can't—I I, don't—our brains can't handle. Our brains can't handle two things: tragedy, mm-hmm. and then our brains can't like because there's so much of it that it gets desensitized, and our brains can't handle how inconsequential we all are. Our brains can't handle that. So what our brains do is it does the counter thing. It makes us think we're more important than we are. I'm at this Hall of Fame thing, and I'm posting pictures. Everyone's got to see me. I'm seeing other people post pictures. Everyone's got to know I went on vacation. Everyone's got to know I went to the beach. Everyone's got to know what's up with me. We're all going to be dead in 100 years. Are we not? Less for me, probably. Yeah, less for you. And you. Well, you live, Do you want to live to 100? Do I want to live to 100? Yeah. I just want to live at like an age where people don't say, saw that coming. Or it was just too early for him. Well, I mean, whoever, like Olivia Newton-John passed away. She's 73, but it's still like she's only 73. I want to live to an age where people are like, you know, I don't like if I die when I'm 42, they'll be like, "Ah, well. He was in terrible shape, and he drank too much, and he ate a lot of bad food. So, yeah, uh, that makes sense. I want to live a little further than that. So that, then I want to see my kid grow up a little bit. That's some motivation. Uh, again, big moment in the Winkler household yesterday. He did his business and had a movement on the toilet. Uh, his first his first was when I was gone. My wife started the potty training when I was gone, and then I got to watch him yesterday have a movement, and I was very, very proud of him. Congratulations. And I also, big... I also feel a tremendous amount of sadness because my little baby is becoming a big boy. It's a big, it's a big moment in his life. Yeah, and we, uh, his birthday's uh, coming up. Three. Yeah. Tony's in Texas. Tonebone, how you been? Hey, I'm good. Hey, did, did I hear you want to be an astronaut? No, I just want to be on the moon. Like, if you could tell me, 
Bart, you can go anywhere you want right now without the travel, without anything. You can be there for 10 minutes, and then you can come back. I would say the moon. Mm, like a, uh, uh, what's his name, Elon Musk? You want to do one of those? I just want to see the Earth from the moon and have that moment wash over my body. I gotcha. Hey, you know, you're talking about the 82 Brewers. I, I can tell you this because I was a little kid, and it, I was probably seven. That parade for a losing Brewer team was much better than the Bucks parade. I can guarantee you that. You got me, Bart? Well, yeah, I, I agree with that. The Bucks parade was rushed. Yeah, I mean, it, the 82, but that 82 squad, I don't mind celebrating them, but at some point it's got to stop, right? Hey, are you texting your wife right now? Uh, no, I was reading a DM. You're doing something. You're you're dealing around. What I was reading doing, a Tim? DM. I was reading a DM. Bleacher Report? I hate Bleacher Report. Well, anyway, that 82 parade, that 80, 82 team, I don't mind celebrating, but at some time it's got to stop. I'd say at 50 years, you can't. You got to stop talking about these guys well, eventually. Well, I, I don't mind. See, so the difference to me is I don't mind celebrating that era and those teams because a lot of people were very connected to them. Like, they would go crush beers with you in the parking lot. You did see them all over town. This was way before social media. It was a completely different environment. And so if these guys come back and you have the opportunity to, like, like I like that the Brewers, I like more of, like, hey, come to the stadium. They'll be serving uh, some beer here. Uh, and you can go and, like, take pictures of them or, or come to this. I, I, I don't need the round tables. I don't need to retell the same stories we heard nine <laughs> times. I don't need them doing a half-assed version of the celebration that Tim put together 15 years ago when he worked for the Brewers. Timmy hey, Shea. They, get the, they get the 60s uh, Packers treatment, don't they? They didn't win anything. Well, it's 60s pretty funny. Packers, they, I mean, they, they, they were the defining team of that generation. Know, but they, they should get, get that same, love. But the, the, Well, the, the Packers should, but not the Brewers. That's interesting that they get that same kind of love, though, in, in Milwaukee. But that was a great team. The 82 squad was a good team. I was at Game 5, the last uh, World Series game we actually ever won, and who knows if we'll ever win another World Series game. And I'm part of the Dunn Club, too. I was never a believer in this team. And, uh, Bart, hey, I'll be in San Francisco, just coincidence, for the Packer game. Just going to be out there. So uh, I'll be the man in the street, see what's going on there in uh, Santa Clara, I guess. On Friday. Yeah, Santa Clara is an hour south. Well, a six, it's 60 miles south. You know, an hour that's different time there. Yeah, so I'll be out there. I'll give you Unless an Unless you ride the Bay Area Rapid Transit System, which is uh, affectionately known as the BART. The BART? Yep, their train is known as the BART. Is that is that really Bay Area Rapid Transit? B A R T. I got gotcha, I got gotcha. you. That's that's pretty cool. Well, the one down here is called the the DART D A R T. Dallas so. area rapid transit. There you go, right there. All right. Uh, hey, well, our, the, the one up here is called the Hop, and it goes around a block and a half radius. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, those. Cold, I like that cold take guy. That was good stuff too. I enjoyed that segment. Yeah, if you enjoyed it, you might also hear it again tonight on CBS Sports Radio. And on Sirius. Yeah, and on Sirius. So <laughs> I, I like being on the national show because if I get a nice national guest. Maybe maybe I play it on the whole morning show, but I'm going to do the reverse and do a little morning show onto the national show. Slice there it up a little go. bit, tighten it up, put it on. I'll be good to go.
Yeah, outstanding. All right. Look forward to it, Bart. You guys right. uh, have a great rest of your day. Talk to you guys soon. All right, Tony. Thanks, buddy. All right, All right buddy. Tony in Texas. The show poll is over. Oh, you put a time limit on yeah, it? Yeah, because if we do a poll, and usually you run it for 24 hours, then we just kind of forget about it tomorrow. Yeah. So I just set it for the end of the show, right? Oh, you know what? That's good thinking. So Good job. The show, thank you. Good job. You're not destroying me here in the last three minutes of the show. Our question was, do you think the Brewers make the playoffs? The results, Tim? Uh, a resounding 74.9% said no. To twenty five point one, saying yes. Josh says anyone who says yes is lying to themselves. RJ says it's hard not to make the playoffs when they keep expanding them. This team's pitching is too good to think they won't make it. Well, and that's the thing. So there's seven teams. Unless the Giants go on some sort of run, there are seven teams going for the playoffs right now, and six of them will make it. And will one of those teams be the Brewers? We can get Bill and Iron River here before we wrap things up. What's up, Bill? Hey, Bart. I'm calling in for two things. One is I'm really tired. Think back on this. This is a tragedy that the only thing the Brewer Nation has to celebrate is a World Series loss 40 years ago. That's terrible. Terrible. You know, I love that team. I mean, that. Boy, those guys, Yount, Molitor, Cooper. I don't hear enough about Cooper. Yeah, we love he them all, but the, the more that they lean into the celebration, it's, it's. I think it, one of the other things is it's more of a reminder that we haven't done anything since. So it's nothing against those guys or that team. It's oh, no, more of like, I, no. that's all you have to show for your putrid franchise? Exactly. Yes, yes. The other thing I wanted to mention is got directly with you. Now, you were talking to Tony, and he said that, San Francisco's bus system is called BART. Yeah. The bus system up here in Bayfield and Ashland County is also called BART. Bay Area Rural Transit. Wow. I just thought I would mention that. You need to come up here and take a ride on the BART route. I should. Why do I need to go all the way to San Francisco? I can just go upstate. Yeah. Bayfield County, Ashland County. There you go. Have a good day. Thanks, Bill. Look at that. I smell a road trip. I smell a road trip. I'm done with road trips for a while. (laughs) Even though, again, the trip I had with Gary was great. Uh, We had a great time. The eight-hour drive, for an eight-hour drive, it it went about as well as an eight-hour drive can go. I'm just in road tripped out. Oh, and by the way, when I got back here, I got in my car. I was parked, and as soon as I didn't leave the parking lot before I got in a car accident here. Everything's fine, though, right? I I don't know. Obviously, you're here. I just keep driving. I'm going to keep driving until my car blows up. We're back tomorrow at 6. Zach Gilb Show tonight, me, 5 p.m. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your-
your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.